Good day, everybody. We'd like to welcome you to Listen Up. We're here to bring you the thoughts and experiences from a Black man's perspective on life, career, and legacy. I'm your host, Al Neely, and my co-host here is Thomas Cook. Say hello to everybody, Thomas. Hey, guys. What's happening? Yes. Great to be here. Yes. TC, um... We're going to start out with one of your topics that are near and dear to your heart. Um, <laughs> near and dear? <yeah>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's been it's been burning. It's been rattling your cage for a while here. It's been rattling uh, my cage. It's you been rattling your cage. That's today's 100. topic is toxic femininity, femininity toxicity. Okay. Uh, both and either. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, I. I, I, I felt um, actually over a year ago um, when the smack heard around the world happened. Um, and if anyone needs context, I'm talking about when Will Smith decided to get up out of his seat uh, on a global stage, walk over to another black man and smack the ish out of him. Um, I kind of said, whoa, what was that all about? And later, uh, long story short, finding the tape and video of Will laughing at a joke about G.I. Jane, which was directed to his wife, um, Jada snickering a tad, but then turning her head to him like, wait a minute, that ain't funny. That's the way it appeared. So I knew right then what I was looking at. I saw Frankenstein being made in public and I felt bad for Will. And at the same time, I felt worse for Chris Rock because what an embarrassment. I, I, what do you think about that, Al? Um, I think with Will, it, it would be... It, it made him put him in a much, much um, worse light. Okay, okay. So if you take a look at Will's work, his body of work, I, I got to tell you, up to that point, um, I had nothing but admiration for that brother. Okay. Um, where he came from, what he accomplished, and um, just sure, the you. magnitude of which he, be, he started out and became, he's an excellent excellent actor okay an icon yes and and, and and i'm saying and just as a uh a role model for for young especially black men but uh some uh men in 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 general you know at the time uh thoughtful husband um father entrepreneur and success story right you know? yeah we're, yeah we're we're all around the same age so when you take a look at um his family structure mm -hmm. um and you know this is one of those things where it, you can clearly see the foundations and how uh, it was built because of his family structure you sure. know two-parent household he had a grandmother present he he and those things in the black community um 
as we move further and further away from, you know, our era, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. Um, which are, are the, uh, the, the X generation and the baby sure, boomers, sure. all of those things uh, seem to be farther and farther apart. So he had all of those things. So you take a look at him and you could use him as an example of what you needed to do to be successful. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Um, so that's why I was most disappointed about it. And um, uh, it's hey, just it, it's mind boggling. Huh? Life. Life is a cipher of dreams, aspirations, but also pitfalls. And um, that, I would say, was his lowest point. Now, the reverberation, uh, the quantum effect turned opposite. And what I mean by that is this. In a, in a, in a fishbowl and us using a magnifying glass, uh, his action had the epitome of black violence um uh as a platform and what i mean by that yes yeah so (laughs) you understand the angry black man am i right yeah and chris threw him under the shade in his uh in his comedy special he's like because my mother my parents told me never to fight in front of white people (laughs) all right okay now he had a year to think on that so it wasn't like that was a one-liner no. It wasn't like that was uh, coming straight from the from the the shin, so to speak, not the right. heart. And what I mean by that is he had time and he's an entertainer. So Correct. his smack back became a smack down. OK, now, the sad part about it is when we step back and I'm talking about you and I uh, guys our age or or even younger. The lens. Of the world relative to black men. Uh, is tainted once again. Even uh, in a platform of success, uh, infamy uh, becomes the violent, uh, the angry. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Um, and and almost the deceitful relative to the nature in which uh, Chris turned the corner and and went in, drilled it strong. On right. his on his spouse for real, for real. Now, do you know what I mean? He was right. like, "Look, I was just throwing a, a, a alley oop side about you know being GI Jane, which could have been taken positively. GI Jane in that movie, anybody who remembered the movie, was a hero. Okay, was someone who you know would have been right. the, almost the equivalent of the female Rocky. All right, so it wasn't." Um, and that shows us, I'm, I'm just saying, relative to how your perspective is in life. And then it also acknowledges the adage, timing is everything. So meaning if you're already having a bad day, <laughs> or if you're already in an argument uh, with your spouse, and now you're, you're in public, uh, you're prone to anything if you're living uh, via what? Emotion. Okay. So, so let me let me go, go ahead. Go ahead. I was so gonna he, say let me it, let me let me bring it back to speed because I don't want to go off off, off so mark. You're implying that mm-hmm. he was 
emotionally charged at that moment. He right? was already he was getting drilled in the media uh, prior to because of the red table talk, because of of why of would you everybody stay in, knowing? Why would you stay in a situation like that, Thomas? You mean a relationship like that? Is that what you yeah. mean? Yeah. You mean, why would why would you stay? Why would you put yourself and stay in a situation like that or relationship? Well, there's like that? there's a uh, there's an infamous song that says it's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> Will Smith is worth a net worth is about three hundred fifty million dollars. Uh, I believe they live in Cali, so I believe uh, the fact that they've been married a minimum of five years, uh, Jada would be due half of his net worth. Now that's one reason. And I'm speaking not just for Will, but I'm speaking for a wealthy individual male uh, who happens to be married, toxic or otherwise. Now, I, listen, we're using the right side of our mm, brain because yeah. we don't have that much to lose. Uh, now, the other is codependency. Co yeah, I, I think that one might be more what it is. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, and, and I don't want to go too far on, 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 on that. That'll be a topic for another time. Uh, but I do want to uh, uh, kind of bend back and give a retort to this mantra of toxic masculinity. And that's why um, I had to speak on a trigger for some, which could be toxic femininity. Let me explain. Uh, I'm, unfortunately, I'm going to have to use Jada's um, uh, habit of, of, of poking the bear whom is her husband. Um, when you know that you have a very emotional uh, partner, spouse, fiance, uh, boyfriend, one would think that you need to be his Proverbs woman. You have to be his wisdom. When you're a team, um, one's the id, the other's the ego. Uh, in that moment of her displeasure, possibly uh, anger, because uh, mm. Chris Rock and the Smiths have a history, okay? Uh, Chris dropped a bomb of a joke when uh, uh, Jada asked Chris not to um, uh, MC the Oscars either one or two years prior because she was upset that Will Smith was not nominated for uh, his movie. Uh, I believe it was called, um, was it Conscience or, or something uh, to that end? Uh, of it was a T uh, concussion, uh, maybe the concussion, concussion, concussion. Okay. Go okay? Mm -hmm. So the fact that he was not nominated, Jada decided that the Oscar should be boycotted. Okay. They, no, nobody should go because Will Smith wasn't nominated. Now, mind you, this came post Oscars. So white. So now she was going to take a, 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 a stand because her husband wasn't nominated. That, that led to Chris Rock coming on stage, deciding to MC the Oscars that season and saying, um, 
you know, who is this this Jada chick? Pretty much. Uh, don't quote me because I, I, I don't know it verbatim. But basically he was saying, who is how could somebody, a B-list actress, <laughs> call for me not to host the Oscars? Uh, and it became fodder uh, uh, of laughter, uh, of, of, of insult. And that's why there's a history. And that's what Will Smith was saying, not just once, but a couple of times in his mouth saying, keep my wife's mouth out your, I'm sorry, yeah, name, my name right? out of your mouth. Yeah. Out your mouth. Yeah. yeah. So to me, that sounds more personal. It is. It sounds like um, the, one of the things that I've noticed is people tend to, um, the more recognition you get, um, the more fame you get, people want to express um, themselves. And sometimes by doing so, it winds up being, um, this sounds kind of nutty, but um, authoritarian. Sure. Okay, so <laughs> I think their egos probably got in the way, if that in fact is the case, um, about them wanting to control the narrative. Yeah, control what's going on at, you know, the Oscars. Sure. However, um, and when I look at it, I look at it that um, he's broken. He's a broken down man. And he has a situation where he doesn't know how to deal with it because um, he's trying to keep his 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 wife. Um, and I truly do believe that he loves her. OK. Oh, I, I, I know. OK. That. My only thing is here, when you get in those situations, you have to love yourself more than anybody else, because the minute you start um, loving someone else more than yourself, you start losing control of the focus of your mind. I, I think he's lost control of the focus of his mind. Well, the, and that, the I other... think he lost control of the focus of his mind and Sure. From with the, with what was going on with the interview about her extramarital relationship. Oh, absolutely. And then um, all the well, two lost talk. He's, he's <laughs> lost. Let me. And this happened obviously early on. He's lost her respect. When your woman doesn't respect you, um, there's nothing you can do to bring yeah. that back. And that's it's the number literal. one thing. That's the probably number one or two things in terms of priorities for a man in a relationship oh absolutely wouldn't you agree i would agree yeah and okay. here's the here's 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 the um here is the apex of of that how about this it has nothing to do with money no, no. nothing to do with money right he is the breadwinner in the family Me meaning she's not poor but he makes 20 times what she brings in yeah, that's why but I was she going still to, doesn't respect. Him. That's that's why I had it. You know, I, I was like, OK, when you was like, oh, he's worth three. But he knows how to make it. And he makes box office hits all the time. So well, he can give her a half. And then and in two years, he would have that half back. If but here's he the, the work. Here's the thing. And he said it himself, I, I believe, in, a, in an interview. Um, he said that he he 
did not want to fail at this. And um, mind you, she's the girl that he thought he couldn't get. I'm talking about before money. So that shows you, and, I, and, and at some point, we, we got to have uh, a clinical therapist on to talk about this. Most of us, are, our issues are from 12 years old when we were, you know what I mean, pre-puberty. We have this, uh, this fight in us to try and, and break through. Some of us make it, some of us don't. Some of us continue to deal with it daily. And Will Smith, in his mind, is not the megastar, uh, half a billionaire, uh, movie star, fresh prince. He is the kid with big ears that possibly was bullied, that may not have had a, a, a very uh, formidable relationship with his yeah. father. Yeah, he was bullied. I know the let's, neighborhood. Let's be, let's be <laughs> I grew honest. grew up around the corner yeah. from there. <laughs> Let's let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. So when he's challenged, uh, he's the cat in the corner. You understand what I'm saying? That feels like, all right, I'm going to have to fight. And uh, the, But the only person he can't fight or stand up to is the person that he wants admiration from, and that's his spouse. He, he literally would be broken if she left him. And Jada knows that. How about that? Yes. That's why she's doing all this crap. Or at yes. least feels licensed to do. Yes. So um, at this, with that in mind. What do you call that? <laughs> uh, uh, with, Toxic femininity. Yeah, but he's got to have control of that. And the reason why he doesn't have control of that is because of some issues that he's he has personally. Okay, you, you, what is the scripture in the Bible that talks about being equally yoked? Okay, um, sure. <laughs> no, um, hey, if if you're not equally yoked with your partner, mm -hmm. then you're in a situation where one doesn't care as much. Now, you're what, there's always going to be weaknesses and and things that your spouse does that are, um. Strengths, strengths. Oh, huh? okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. I said trigger. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's strengths or things that will be um, different than you. Okay, mm -hmm. but um, the communic—that's where communication comes in. But in a relationship, in a, in a marriage, in any relationship, there are just uh, aspects of a person that will bring out the best in you, or. If they don't bring out the best in you, they have your best interests in mind. So what winds up actually taking place is you're in a situation where those things are going to come to the surface anyway. All right. So he doesn't maybe he's not able to identify those things, but the correct partner would put you in those situations where you're going to be more successful and you're going to succeed and you're not going to embarrass yourself if they care. Sure. Now. That's um, I, I I think I, I'm in total agreement. Uh, I, but but if I were to take a half step back and say, okay, I'm Will Smith. He is not thinking rationally. He's thinking um, 
I'm going to say wrongfully. And what I mean by wrongfully, which might not even be a word, is he's looking at this in desperation. Mind you, he was um, he was married once before. Um, We don't have as much background on that marriage. But he may have felt with that marriage that he failed. Okay, And you said that he is his parents. I don't know how long they had been together. Maybe in his mind's eye, he did want some of what that's security for him, that type of relationship. Um, now, when you are uh, in survival mode, and that's where he where he is, he's holding on with all grips. Um thinking that by staying with Jada, it's going to look better to the public. You understand what I mean? It's I, almost I got, like let me, let me an anorexic looking let me, in the mirror. Let me ask you this. Do you Please. think if he went to his mother or his grandmother and said, hey, 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 mom, this is what happened. She cheated on me. You think where you think their advice would be to him? <laughs> oh, oh, let her go. But he can't. It's not that. It's not. It's that's why we're. I'm telling you, um, the 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 human brain is is still the the world champ, and I I say that because we can never figure it out in a capacity of of how people are wired. Uh, Only someone who is wired similar um, can understand the dynamic. There is something called, um, uh, well, there's bipolar. Uh, there's borderline uh, disorder. Um, but then there's something I found out called crazy making. And you'll have to look that up. Crazy making. Okay. If you don't mind, do that for our audience. Google crazy making. And, and then once you find it out, read the definition of crazy making. Um, I say that because I experienced a portion of that. That means that someone could literally usurp your your brain wave of thinking into theirs. And you start protecting uh, even the the poor relationship um, at all costs. And you, you you're almost incapable of using the left side of your brain. It's it's a ridiculous codependency. Um, I, I believe folks that have possibly been on on drugs might have it with some other people who have been on drugs. Um, some people have it, uh, a mother daughter, but other people have it, husband wife. Where as bad as it appears, they keep coming back together, and they hold out at all costs. Okay, you have I, that. I, I, please, I have please the definition read. right here. You ready? Please, please. Okay, it's a noun. It's a form of psychological attack on somebody by offering contradictory alternatives and criticizing the person for choosing either. Come on, man. That's toxic. Come on. How, can you imagine? And, and Chris Rock said it, but can you imagine? Someone whom you hold dear, whom you have finally, uh, you've been chasing in your mind, and now they're yours. They are your wife. 
You covet them. You protect them. You provide for them. And then they take you out in public and say, listen, you know, I cheated on you with, with our son's best friend um, in our home. How does that make you feel? What's he going to say? I don't think he even answered the question. He kind of laughed it off. But internally, I know he's thinking, you B, <laughs> what the e do you think yeah. I feel? That's what he would like to say. But the child in him who doesn't talk back to mom, he basically married. Come on, man. Think about this. He married someone who may have some similar dynamic of his mother, but not the empathy. How about that? Because there's a disconnect. Because whom she covets is a dead guy named Tupac. And she makes him pay for that daily, that he will never rise. You understand what I'm saying? Whatever swag Tupac had, yeah, he could never beat that. Yeah, he could compete with a dead man. Go ahead. Here's the thing about that. I, I can't understand it. <laughs> and I... I don't think, um, of course, I don't have that kind of money, but um, I felt like, I feel like if I had that type of money, I probably wouldn't be married anyway. <laughs> okay. Because. Um, I didn't now, expect that. I would just say, but go ahead. No, no, no. If I started out with that type of money, I probably wouldn't be married. I probably would have never gotten married. Um, okay. Okay. Well, he didn't uh, start out with that kind of money. Now, come on. Well, no, that he was, didn't. That was, that was built over time. He lost all of his money initially. Think about yes, that. Yes, but he has the ability to make money. Okay. And he did it when he was in his 20s. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't start until I was in my 40s. <laughs> okay. So okay. at that point in time, I, did, I was unaware of things. But if I'm in my 20s and I have those options, I, I don't know if I would be married. Um, I don't you know what? I probably would get married, but it probably would be in my my 40s. <laughs> but he got married when he's in 20s, 30s years of age. Okay? Initially, his first match. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So right. I, I don't think I would have been. OK. Um, so I, I look at it differently. Um, and when you look at people you have to understand who you're involved with. Mm -hmm. uh, if you, your relationship starting out like that, those are red flags right off the bat. Sure. Okay. Sure. Because it just didn't start with that one incident. It probably built over a period of time. And what wind up happening is it crescendoed at that point where um, he's embarrassed on TV well, then, here's the here's the thing. I, it just came to me, and, and, and forgive me for interjecting. Um, initially, he was her savior. Think about this now. Um, she was an emotional wreck. I want to I want to assume, and he was the stable one. But once she got her footing and got his money, <laughs> okay, which added security, then the tables turned.
Now he's an emotional wreck and she has the confidence to direct traffic. That's the part of the crazy making that I'm trying to say. The crazy maker, the toxic femininity uh, pulls you in as the damsel in distress. They open up Pandora's box and tell you all about, I'm not, I'm not walking this alone. Trust and believe. I know this story. I know his story. Uh, we did a uh, play about it called Breakthrough, of which I will send you a copy. What okay. I'm saying is this. This brother somehow got connected with a lost puppy. Don't get offended, ladies. I'm using this as a metaphor. That lost puppy was cute, okay? Was even uh, sexy at times. But then she was also uh, 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 in, a, in a place where he thought he could help. That made him feel good. Yes, that's where that, as, as men, we're always trying to come help. Come on, man. That, that's that's we, our we're, thing. We're trying to help. Right. Uh, matter of fact, uh, if we're able to provide, that makes us feel good. Our adrenaline and testosterone is at its apex. That's, when what, we can, that's what we're supposed come to on. do. Right. That's right. What we, now, our, right. this is where the toxic femininity comes in. Those feminine wiles can be used in another way to pull you in Oh, I need your help. Oh, you're so strong. Oh, you know, what would I do without you? But then when you get me, my security, my mind, my soul, and even my aura, now tables turn. It's like, wait a minute, where are you going? What you doing? I don't understand why you don't da 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 da. I don't understand why da 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 da. Oh, you don't love me? Da 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 da. So then now it's all about her. It's not about them. It's all about her. So he lives his life trying to please her, trying to make certain she's okay. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, and I understand he it. Will what, never. I understand what you're saying. I don't understand his thinking. She has an insatiable need to be <laughs> uplifted. So it's, it's, if it ain't about her, it ain't about nobody. Yeah, I I, I get that. Let's but be real. You you but have well. Oh oh, wait a minute. <laughs> but we're not as. But we're not allowed to say that about women. Yeah, we we're not allowed to say that they're toxic. Sometimes. That's just you know, men get that beat down. We're the dogs. <laughs> we're the toxic males. Uh, now. I'll, I'll, I'll take a half step back. Not every woman is saying that. Not every woman feels that way. But what I'm saying is, un unfortunately, especially as black men, society has gave, given credence to the fact that you can point at a black man, one, especially one with a platform, we can name him Kanye West, <laughs> you know, uh, Will Smith right now, uh, at least for a moment. Um, and, and a few others that would be considered toxic masculinity. Chris, Chris, what's his name? Chris Brown. When he had that incident with Rihanna, uh, we weren't in the car, but as soon as it was said that he either attacked or defended himself against her, 
you know, his career was never the same, meaning um, in, in, in progress. Right. Okay. Um, I shook I, you up a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to figure that part out because um, I, I think in itself, that is an indicator um, of crazy making toxicity in itself because i i don't know i i don't think i would ever that would happen to me okay um it may have when i was younger when you were younger oh it may it may have i I think i was in a relationship like that when i was younger there you go see Um, but now (laughs) how did you get out of it let's 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 go back in time How did you get out of it? Did you were you able of right mind to step out of it, or was it a fierce, like you're not leaving me? Yes, I am. Was it a, a point <laughs> counterpoint? How was that? Uh, or did you just ghost her one day? It's like never call, dude. I tried that. I, you know what? I tried that, <laughs> and you know, I went to college, and I was. In, this is when I was in college, and I was at Norfolk State in college. Okay. Okay. okay, and this was before the internet, so this just goes you gives you an idea how old I am. And we were in college together, and um, um, I just said, you know what, I ain't dealing with this anymore. And she wasn't around. I packed up and I left, and I drove to my parents' house, and this was during the summer, I drove to my parents' house um, in a, right outside of Atlantic City. Okay. Okay. This was before GPS. This, this was before <laughs> the internet, right? Okay. So <clears throat> um, I got there, and a day later, you know, I'm in the house chilling, thinking I'm, you know, everything's cool, and I got away with the situation, right? and I got away from her. I get up, my mom says, hey, Al, come to the door, right? Are you kidding me? No, I am not kidding you. <laughs> I am not kidding you. I come down, and, and she's standing at the door. Wow. And mom says, oh, how come you never introduced me to, you know, oh, such Lord. and such? Yeah. Jeez. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so my question was, uh, once my mom left the room, is how did you find me? Wow. Right. And she was like, well, I looked everything up. I'm like, so how did you find the house? So she took a map and she drove all the way from Norfolk, Virginia to to uh, Atlantic City. That's a movie, man. Yo, she stayed in the car overnight down the street. Okay, And at the time it was, you know parents had houses we had a house and had a lot of woods and and there was still some undeveloped areas so she was in the woods all night so you're lucky to be alive brother i'm just being honest (laughs) that's a stalker you kidding me and you know what's so funny um i bought her a gun (laughs) because i was afraid i wanted her to be protected when i was around so she brought the gun with her and i'm sitting here thinking this is a little bit different (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, um, uh, eventually life lessons. Yeah. Eventually, um, I, I think it just wore off, but I was definitely in my 
uh, 20s when that took place. Now, I I would never be involved with someone like that. Well, that was your uh, your 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 litmus test and wake up call at the same time. Um, a lot of brothers. Um, well, maybe not a lot, but a, a number of people. I don't want to just say it happens. It happens the reverse as well. There, there, there are toxic. There are toxic males out here, um, and I, I, I want to again take half step back to say that yes, if you have someone that is domineering and insecure at the same time, um, who is physically or verbally or even mentally abusive, please exit stage right. Get yourself some therapy find some form of security i am a one with that as a dad as a husband uh, i want to affirm that i am in your corner uh, i will fight with and for you against as such um, but i do want to stress to men and young men um, be mindful of triggers or red flags as you were saying uh, as we are, I guess, close to wrapping this se segment up, okay, um, right. to uh, tell somebody uh, about the situation, someone you can trust, your clergy, uh, your counselor, uh, your parole officer, <laughs> I'm saying that tongue in cheek, uh, your spouse, uh, even a, a parent or good friend, someone of substance that has your back so that you don't put yourself, I'm talking about men as well, in precarious situations uh, with someone who is emotionally unstable. I'll leave it right there. We can be reached by email at A-I-N-S-I-T-E 2020 at gmail.com. That's A-I-N-S-I-T-E 2020 at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Twitter. So that concludes today's episode of Feminine Toxicity. We look forward to having you follow us. Um, check us out on our next podcast and you have a fantastic day and just keep listening. That's listen up. Have a great day.